I'll just wing that one. Winging is good. Yeah, I have. We're going to be winger. Okay. Going to be Kip. the winger. All We're right, going to be like Kip. Be like Kip. <laughs> Let's do this. Is it a Kip winger thing? It's a total Kip winger thing. Oh. Were you a fan? No. You said that a little too vehemently. I can't even. What was the? Oh. Got it. Headed for heartbreak. Seventeen. Seventeen. That's the one oh, I was yeah. thinking. Oh, uh, of course. Their biggest hit, though, was Miles Away. Yeah. How does that go? Num- hit number 12 in 1990. <laughs> um, no. It's so funny. Like, their their career was over by February 9th, 1991, and Nirvana's album came out, like, you know, a month later yeah. or something like that. Well, there you go. And that was, that was the end. That just says everything. That, oh, it says everything. Headed for a heartbreak, hungry, everything you do. You're sexing me. Fiona with Kip Winger. Do you remember that one? What song is that? Everything you do, you're sexing me. Mm-mm. All right. I'm sure you do. Can't get enough. E N U F F. Like enough is enough. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I think that was the last we saw of uh, Harry Chess as you know, sex, sexy things. <laughs> but won't be the last of objectifying men. Correct. Maybe. I don't know. Only time will tell. Hey, Holly. Hi, Dave. Were you recording that whole thing? Oh, I recorded everything. Oh. That will be uh, edited Whoops. into a wonderful intro. And, and, a, and a part of, that could be the intro to our 1980s hair band extravaganza. Oh, we'll, have, we'll have a lot more to talk about. Yeah, yes, yeah so it kind of leads into what we're talking about now because we had done the, the quiz deck and we talked about the Rock Hall. And who was in and who was out. And the pretenders apparently are in, which I, I was not 100% sure of oh. when we took that test. Because, you oh, know. the pretenders are already in, of course. Right, yes. Right. You gave me this. T- and so we're like, oh, we should do a Rock Hall show. Since the induction is coming up on March 29th. So, yes. Yeah, so at this very special edition of What Difference Does It Make? We'll focus on? The inductees for 2019. The class of 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The class of Hall. The Hall class. The whole class of 2019. The whole class. The whole Hall class. All right. So do we want to list off who it is or should we just start? You can can throw the first one. one, We have um, one, two, three. I think there's five. There's a lot here. There's a a lot of artists we're going to talk about. Well, I I can only talk about a few of them. Oh, What? All right. I thought I got the whole list. How many do you have there? I have. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. The Cure. Duh. (laughs) Okay. We have Def Leppard. Yeah. Okay. Janet Jackson. Yep. Okay. Stevie Nicks. Yep. Radiohead. Yep. Uh, Roxy Music. Yep. And the Zombies. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got the complete class. Okay, good. So you did study up. We're set. I'm ready. Look at you panicking already. There's no panic here. I I'm fully researched. I saw when I mentioned the pretenders, you were panicked, thinking well, that they were just inducted. Like, yeah. I didn't study for that. You can still talk about them if you want. Of course. We can always talk about the pretenders. Oh, by the way, my RE got very excited when I said we were doing a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame special because he thought we'd be talking about Rush. And I said, current 2019 oh, inductees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, Rush is long gone. That's we, right. We could throw that out the window. <laughs> When when their solo work gets uh, recognized, like Stevie Nicks, right in in another twenty five years, yes, okay. Stevie is the only uh, female to be indu- to be twice inducted. Oh yeah, is that true? I'm 
I will assume that that is true. If it's not true, I will take this out. But I think she is the only female to be inducted twice. Excellent. I think Neil Young is maybe three or four times, something like that. Solo, Buffalo Springfield, Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young. Um, Crazy Horse didn't get inducted, did they? I don't. I do not know, but I would okay. find out that that okay. way. So yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, that's uh, Stevie Nicks. Why don't we start with Stevie? As long as we're talking Stevie. Okay, fine. It's, you know, I realize this is going to be a lot to talk about in our meager thirty-minute podcast. Yeah, we might uh, we might divide this into <laughs> <laughs> alert the affiliates. We may be going long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Stevie Nicks, you're a fan. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of her solo work? I am a fan of I am a fan of her solo work. Not I would say I probably put Fleetwood Mac above, but I I just I love her voice. I love her presence. How about you? Are you a fan of her? Yeah, it was kind of uh, a little different than Fleetwood Mac, and so it was Mm -hmm. kind of fun. I saw this musical based on uh, Fleetwood Mac, and they got to the part where everyone's doing solo work, and so Stevie's on stage and she's introducing um, the guitarist that uh, that has uh, most has affected her life and uh, just influenced her tremendously. And, you know, you see Lindsay Buckingham walking up to the microphone and she says, Wadi Wachtel. And then Wadi <laughs> Wachtel with, comes out and, you know, plays the, uh, the 17 riff. <laughs> and Lindsay, I'm and sure Lindsay looks. sulks and goes off stage. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. It's called don't stop exclamation point. There you go. Okay. So yeah, I saw don't stop the musical the story of Fleetwood Mac. It's not don't stop the musical. It's don't stop. Oh, the musical. Okay. Don't stop. Stop. (laughs) Exclamation mark. Anyway. So, um, yeah. So Wadi Wachtel was the, uh, the muse of, uh, Stevie Nicks solo career. A little bit of that. Is that true? Was that just tongue in cheek? A little bit. No, I, I, well, he was the guitarist and leader. And so he was kind of, you know, he he took the, he took the lead on this one. Uh, What's your favorite Stevie Nicks duet? Oh, my favorite duet. Yes. Probably the, yeah, with Tom Petty. Um, stop dragging my heart start, around. Drop, stop, stop dragging my heart around. I like that. Yeah. It's a good one. There, I, I, well, can I guess which one? <laughs> it's is not it, much of a stretch, is it? No, I don't know. Is it leather and lace? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. I think you've mentioned that before. That's probably why I know that. I probably have because of also my love for Don Henley. Yeah. But I think I think her, her voice, I mean, I would say it's a fact, not just I think. Her voice blends so beautifully with, with a huge variety of artists. That reminds me of the show I saw where apparently <laughs> she dated Don Henley and she also dated Joe Walsh. She dated Joe Walsh? I think so. Well, they, that's what they mentioned in this musical. Ooh. So she mentioned, yeah, I'm currently between Eagles right now. I didn't so, know that. Oh. Yes. Um, yeah, she dated a lot. She, I mean, you know. As she should As have. she should. You know, Mick Fleetwood was, was in there and, uh, and Lindsay, of course. And, I didn't know about Mick Fleetwood. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't know. Oh, that. yeah. Oh, they were all intertwined. Oh, kind of like crazy. being in high school. It really was high school at a multi-million dollar, you know, but just you had money and cocaine and more cocaine. And so not quite like being in high school. Uh, it, no, not at all. Not my high school for sure. <laughs> but uh, yes, Stevie has had uh, and continues to have quite a life and, and continues. She puts out some good music. She had a solo record a few years ago that I found really, really good. Probably five years ago. Yeah. Really good. I don't remember the one you're talking about, but I also, as I was uh, 
gathering information. Did she do a duet recently with Leanne Rhymes? All right, I just did, I just googled Stevie Nicks duets. So, um, oh, this was a good one. Uh, Whenever I call you friend. Oh yes. Yeah, Golden with Lady Antebellum. There's the song "You Can't Fix This." With uh, I guess that was um, during the uh, the Sound City bio. Oh. Um, that Dave Grohl put together. Yeah. Um, that's where Rumors was recorded. Sound City in Van Nuys. You know where Bush. Oh. Ga- you know where Bush Gardens. Yes. Is. No, Sound City is it right there? It's right around the corner. You, I I've driven past it just to see where it is. It's there's like a Holiday Inn hotel. On yeah. The, you know. Well, you know where Galpin Ford is. Yes. It. It's a little bit south of there. Oh, I don't. One day we'll take a field trip. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, rumors were, and that's where, and that's actually where Mick Fleetwood discovered Buckingham Knicks, because they were recording there. The story was that there was an engineer at Sound City was kind of uh, showcasing the the soundboard and the amazing sound of Sound City, and Mick Fleetwood was listening, and uh, this guy played Buckingham Knicks. And Mick was like, what is, what is this? And in the music, actually, in the music, again, I'm referring to this musical, but in the musical, he's like, oh, yeah, this board is amazing. You know, it's got a, it's, you know, 32 channels, blah, 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 you know, Dolby sound. Blah, blah. No, I don't care about that. Who's, who's singing this song? I said, oh, that's Stevie. And then playing guitar is, is Lindsay. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a good story. He's an amazing singer and she's an amazing guitarist. No, Stevie. Stevie is the singer, and Lindsay is the guitarist. Oh, that's funny. You wait. You're telling me that Stevie is the is the girl, and Lindsay is the man. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, well, where are they? I need to sign them. You know, I need to get them in my band. So that's. But yeah, it all happened at Sound City. Okay, I thought Sound City was in North Hollywood. No, it's in it's in Van Nuys. I think okay. they alluded to how they could smell the beer from Bush from uh, you know Anheuser Busch. Yeah. The brewery is right yeah. there. Did for, you visit Bush Gardens, by the way? When I was a kid, of yeah. course. Yeah, that was a theme park. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I love going Centered around on beer. It. It's funny. When we were kids, we didn't know that. It's no. funny. I remember going there with my parents, and I remember my mother. She was 32 years old, so I was little, little, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something like that. Yeah. And um, they carded her when she went to get a beer. <laughs> and you remember that. That's funny. I do. Because I didn't know, because everyone we were with made a big deal of it, and I didn't really know what it meant. So that's funny, yeah. yeah. And of course, it's alluded to in The Simpsons with uh, with Duff Beer. Like that was they had like a a salute to Bush Gardens with uh, their Duff Beer amusement park. That's really funny. It, yes, it's craziness. So um, there you go. So, um, so Stevie Nicks. I, so yeah. Stevie, it wouldn't occur to me that the the name Stevie would be a boy because I also have an aunt. Her name is Stevie and her real name is Stephanie and Stevie Nicks, which it never even occurred to me. Her real name is Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good name. Yeah. It's a good name. I, it's a good. It's a keeper. <laughs> I think it's worked out well Stevie for her. Nicks, it certainly has. <laughs> so yeah, Stevie, uh, congratulations, Stevie. Yay. Congratulations, Stevie. Okay. So I'm also going to um, give you, because um, I, I, I love the fun facts. Yes. I'm going to give, me. I'm going to give you quizzes within the, Uh-oh. The, although, this is who's going to induct the artist oh. into the rock hall. Who's going to say that, give the speech. This is fun. I like the, I like who's going to do this. He's a contemporary artist. He is, he used to be in a boy band. He's got a, a new solo record, much like Fleetwood Mac. Um, 
he was in a band. Now he's in a solo. He's doing solo work. He's doing really good solo. His, he had a debut album that was really good. It came out uh, two years ago, I think. Is it one of the One Direction boys? Yes. Is it? Uh, yes. Are you pointing to your the hair? Blonde, the blonde one? No. Harry Styles? Yes, Harry Styles. Hey, that's really cool. I think so, too. That's That should be fun. No, I had no idea. Yes. Wow. I have a list of everyone who's going to induct. Good Good information <laughs> going to have. To do the Thank induction. you. Yeah. So you can, yeah. So I guess I can't ask you to guess. No, you cannot because I have this information and only you can answer. Okay, well, or maybe, you will be able maybe. to answer. I'll throw out hints and hints, and eventually you will you will guess. Oh, this is very exciting! I really want to know who's going to induct. Okay, so I want to know who's going to induct all of these bands and artists. So right, I'm very excited. Who's next? Um, all right. Well, well, should we save the best for last, or do you want to? I mean, <laughs> well, isn't that a matter of of um, right. perspective? I'm going to so, throw you have you have so many notes there. I'm looking. There's papers strewn all over the studio. <laughs> they're up on the floor. They're down. They're in the walls. They're on the ceiling. Got everything taped together. <laughs> well, it's exciting because it's a, there are actually a good handful of bands that I love being inducted. Bands that I like and love being inducted. So it's exciting for me. Okay. So um, go ahead. I'm going. I'm going to let you take the lead on uh, this. No, I want you to tell me who's next. <laughs> I'm going to throw. Okay. So um, uh, who should we go? Okay. So we did. Should we go? We're not going to go in alphabetical order. Why don't we go? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's. Uh, the oldest band actually is uh, the Zombies. The Zombies. So those the that band I knew the least about. Okay. And I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't even know. Do you know a lot about the Zombies? I do know that there were two members in the Zombies. <laughs> two members? Well, two, the leaders of the Zombies. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the, well, Rod Argent, who I right. did not know was in the Zombies, but went on to form Argent. Yes. And was that one song <sighs> that they had? They had one hit. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Come on. Hold your head up. Shit. You can hold your head it. up. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. And the other one was Colin Blundstone. Yes, it was. A, they were, didn't do quite as much. They had work. a very unique sound. I mean, you know, yeah. all these. Yeah. You know, she's not there. Tell her no. Time of the season. Those were really their only hits here. However, they had this amazing record um, that has one of my favorite songs, and which I play every New Year's. This will be our year. Oh. Which, uh, which I think I played for you during uh, for New Year's. The Zombies had this album, Odyssey and Oracle, that is uh, defining. It's uh, just of of that era and just brilliant. And there weren't any of the hits on there. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Um, Time of the Season was on there. Yes. Um, but This Will Be Our Year is a song that I keep going back to. And um, it, it's just uh, an upbeat song about the, the new year. This it's- Will Be Our Year took a long time to come. Um, and I think it's it's wonderful uh and the zombies they they the, these guys are, are still playing together too yeah they are I yeah know. i saw them i actually saw them a few years back and uh yeah they still play this played the songs i i think it was in um to celebrate the uh the release of this landmark album so they play yeah they played a lot of songs from that odyssey and oracle and uh it's they're, they're still uh it's it's still fun to hear that that album Odyssey and Oracle, which was intentionally misspelled, you know that Odyssey is oh I did misspelled. not yes it's uh, ranked a hundred on Rolling Stone's list of five hundred greatest albums of all time. Oh yeah yeah it is clearly <laughs> as I'm looking O D E S S E Y yeah 
and they misspelled it for because it was the 60s it was 67 and they were like on lsd and that's uh, that's what was <laughs> happening that's the reason yeah yeah i see that nick O'Case and nick cave recorded she's not there for the premiere episode of true blood for the fourth season okay so and i guess a lot of artists cover their uh cover their music bell and sebastian uh she and him beck Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Who is doing the induction? Oh, can you got to give me a hint. She is from the 80s. She <laughs> is an L.A. artist. She is from a band. She's a band we've talked about. Belinda Carlisle? She is the, she is not in the Go-Go's. She's in. Susanna Hoffs? Yes, Susanna Hoffs. Oh, that's a good choice. They're, these are, of you're going to say that about everyone. <laughs> very well, very well thought. I get that. I totally get that. Totally. Yes. Okay. Perfect, perfect match. Oh, fun. Fun, fun, fun. I can't wait to see some of these performances, too. Who oh, I don't even know who's, you know, who the other artists are, or okay. artists are who are performing. Do you have a list there? Uh, oh, they're performing? Oh, I have no idea who's performing. Oh. I know the inductions. Are you ready for, uh, okay, so we'll go in, um, you know, avoiding Stevie Ness, since we already talked about Stevie, uh, but we're going to go in uh, from uh, oldest to youngest <laughs> without taking stevie out of the equation yes because you decided mid, she is mid she show. is uh yeah she's ageless yes yes <laughs> never die and we will love her forever okay so let's talk about uh, roxy music roxy music okay let's talk without, about roxy music without roxy music you wouldn't have your abc no you love so much <laughs> that is so true and but brian fairy we just talked about them recently right on one of the lights yeah was it yeah, we we've discussed them, but yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, they also pivoted. I mean, they were a like a prog rock band mm-hmm. initially, right? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I remember buying a Roxy Music Greatest Hits album because I I liked Avalon. Like, oh, I want to hear what what else is up with <laughs> with Roxy Music, and I play like, what is this? This is not Avalon. This is craziness. Yeah. It's it's weird. I mean, they and it, I mean, it worked well. Brian Ferry kind of uh, reinvented himself as a. Uh, Balladeer and just kind of a the 80s sexy man exactly. <laughs> to sing those songs of you know those like a Marvin Gaye Teddy Pendergrass let's get it on type uh, type of fun? thing you know with Avalon he, that's what he's known for now yeah that's that is really how I know and my that's how you know, think right. of of prog rock which you know not, it's not my favorite genre of music so I really like to think of says the as Rush a, fan well that's a the genre unto itself what Rush <laughs> yes. does <laughs> yes. Yeah, but and and we've talked about Brian Eno ad nauseum on this podcast. Yes, he was a uh, you know synthesizer and and what they call treatments. <laughs> Actually, they only had one top forty song, which hit in uh, nineteen. Uh, this would probably be seventy six. Well, then it couldn't be more than this. No, that one didn't even chart. Is that true? It's true. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the big book right now. Okay, well I trust you. Okay, seventy six. Would I know the song? I think so. It's Love is a Drug. Oh, that was 76? Yeah. I would have had that pegged as closer to 80. Nope. Yeah. The one closer to 80 that uh, made it up to 44 is Dance Away. Okay. Which is another great, wonderful song. Yeah. Such a great sound. Such a great, unique sound. And of course, I'm jumping ahead. I'm trying to think of who would be inducting them, but... Uh... Oh, it'll be so obvious once I tell you. Okay, wait. So don't tell me yet. Kind of led into it. And it's not Martin Fry. Oh, <laughs> anytime we but, talk about Martin Fry, I always just want to say F R Y. But that is uh, what the 
You don't like ROI? What is ROI? F-R-Y. Oh, oh. from How to Be a Millionaire. Do you, know, do you remember <laughs> saying How to Be a Millionaire? No. ABC. Oh, yes. oh yeah. he says, uh, he, when he's introducing himself, he says, Martin Fry, F-R-Y. So whenever I hear his name, I just want to spell it. It's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, the, the, uh, there's two guys inducting, and they are of that 80s era. Like after Avalon segued into this band that uh, framed your adolescence in the early is, 80s. Is it like a new romantic? It's Yes. Okay. And it's two, two guys. Same band? Same band. One band. Were they the band or? They, um, no. There were five guys in this band. I don't know my head's screwed on straight today. Okay. Think of Roxy Music and think of someone that might be influenced by what Brian Ferry was doing. Paul Weller? No, no, no. Come on. Think, you said new romantic. What other new romantic bands do you know? <laughs> like huge bands. They were called the Fab Five in the 80s. They were so good they named they were named twice with the same name. Duran Duran? Correct. Guys, I guess I didn't I didn't oh, think it would be that obvious. This is so fun. Okay. Oh my god, my <laughs> So it's really- uh, Simon Le Bon and John Taylor. Okay. My brain really isn't working today because you're right. That was That's all right. Another this good choice. Yes. Inspired yeah. choice. I agree. Yeah. So I hope I, I, I read a quote from um What's an Andy Mac? Andy, uh, sorry, Andy McKay, hoping that the band's uh, induction is going to inspire them to get back to work on an album that they, had, I guess, st- plan- started or planned to start in 2007. Um, so, wouldn't that be cool for Roxy Music? Roxy Music, yeah. Oh, nice. That mm-hmm. would be nice. Um, hey, did you bring the quiz deck? Are we still going to do this? Should we Should we skip the quiz deck for today? Since you've already quizzed me on on who was going to. No, let's do the quiz deck. <laughs> you like the quiz deck? I do. Okay. But I think I'm going to ask you the question, right? Okay, so let's do the quiz deck. All right, Dave, go and we're going to the 1980s oh, rock and roll quiz deck. There, and I'm right. asking you the question today, but okay. this is futile because you know everything always. Stop it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Shortly after the 1981 debut of MTV, comic rocker Mojo Nixon recorded the satirical song Stuffin' Martha's Muffin. <laughs> Who was Martha? It's Martha Quinn. <laughs> Very good. Martha, we're trying to get you for our uh, our uh, Come talk to podcast. us. Come yes. tell us some stories. We need to hear stories. I want to hear the Mojo Nixon story because it was, uh, I think it was banned or something, wasn't it? This, I mean, it's it's not really the best, most appropriate song to be played. <laughs> I'm sure MTV did not play the video to this song if there was one. Well, let's see. Mojo was singing about Martha Quinn, one of MTV's five original VJs. MTV, uh, yeah, this doesn't tell us really about the song. Debuted at midnight on August 1st, 1981 with a format of round-the-clock music videos led off by... Oh, Video Killed the Radio Star by yeah. the, book of the Boogles. Yeah. Yeah. Early on, as we've discussed, Dave, you and I, the network's marketing potential became apparent when bands with popular videos like Bon Jovi and Duran Duran and the Rearhythmics saw their record sales skyrocket. Yes. And then 1985, VH1 spun off. Yeah, Mojo... Mojo had a number of hits in the eighties, or just kind of college rock hits. That was uh, it was funny. I mean, yeah. we found it funny at the time because yeah, that was our, our college humor. But I don't. I wonder if a lot of people remember this about some of the 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 spinoffs, the shows that became popular and part of pop culture from MTV, like Beavis and Butthead, House of Style. Oh sure, and um, my so-called remote, life. Remote Control was my favorite. Remote Control and Real World, which was wasn't that like the first. Yes. First three reality seasons, yes. 
Well, it wasn't the, it was, yeah, for, for our generation. Yeah. For sure. First three seasons, I was addicted to that, those shows. You were? Loved it. Oh, yeah. New York and uh, Venice and San Francisco. Never watched. Or Ven- Venice, Los Angeles. Yeah, New York, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. Those were, uh, yeah, that, that was my generation. Those our generation. So that was, <laughs> these were our people. All right, yeah. Nope, I still didn't. I, I got, I got, I understood the appeal of it back then, but I didn't watch. But now I just, because I'm old, I don't get the appeal of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. Um, I'm right there with you. All right, so thanks for uh, for listening. Uh, until next week, this is Dave. This is Holly. Catch you later. Over now. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.